Oh, it's a super rare day when we start from the cold draw. No, no, no. You're not done yet, Fingers. Oh. Don't you indeed like that. Oh. We start from the cold draw on the Stillwell Star English 27 from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. This is one of the more interesting cigars you may ever smoke. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. This is a cigar. But this is a cigar that is put together with certain layers of pipe tobacco. Now, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust does one of my favorite cigars with the Sin Compromiso and the Paladin de Saca. Oh, what Steve Saka does, Steve Saka is the guy who made Liga Pravada, Drew Estate, made that cigar, made that whole world happen, then left there and went on to do his own, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. The Mikaidra is a fantastic cigar. The Umagog uh, is another one that you might know of. But this, this is just a weird, weird smoke because it's referred to as an aromatic called the Stillwell Star. This one, the English 27, is a Toro 6x52, which means it's six inches long. Tee-hee. Always makes fingers more I laugh. And the ring gauge is a uh, 52, so that is the diameter of the cigar, basically how thick it is around. Tee-hee. Again, with the laughter, it's this mix of tobaccos with pipe tobaccos. In this one right here, in the English number 27, you get um, something called a Cypriot Latakia pressed cake. There's also a loose leaf that happens there. That cake, that Latakia cake has got this really kind of almost peaty smokiness going on to it. And when you do the cold draw, which is basically you cut the cap of your cigar fingers, and then you breathe in, you haven't lit it yet. Like how crazy is that on the palate and even in the nose? It is. It's like a berry. Is, is it just me? No, I don't think so at all. I think that's an actually really, really good good point there. Good, a good pick of, of what you're getting uh, in, in that. Maybe, you know, a little bit of blackberry or, 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 or dark fruit kind of thing going on. It's wild. It's nuts. It's a, little bit, it's a little bit woody. It's a little bit earthy. It's a little bit peaty going on there. We haven't even lit this cigar yet. Very often, when you see people trying to mix in the, the pipe flavors, it becomes gimmicky trash nonsense. It becomes muddled. It becomes lost. It becomes about that pipe tobacco, which is a very different concept than cigars. And I'm happy to see pipes staring to come back. I think it's, I, it's how great is it? I, I'll tell you, my my dad had a, a friend who smoked pipes. It's, it is one of the best smelling things in the world. Walking into a room where someone is smoking a pipe, it's glorious. But when you try and mix it with cigars, you, you have to deal with two different things. A, you've got a, a level of competing forces in terms of the intensity of the tobacco. And B, you're dealing with a completely different level of combustion. Remember, when these cigars are being designed, not only do they have to be designed for flavor, not only do they have to be designed for strength, but also for combustion. The airflow that's needed, how do you keep the cigar moving as opposed to going out every four seconds? Is it burning properly? You don't want it burning too hot. You don't want it having runs or anything like that. Canoeing, those kinds of things where it burns just on one side. So it's a very hard construct, and people get too into the pipe. Not Steve Saka, not this, but Fingers Malloy's, he's checking out the heft of this 6x52 cigar. What do you think? It feels really good in the hand, doesn't it? Yeah, fantastic. And I'm- a wrapper that is just got a terrific 
terrific amount of oil on it. That wrapper is an Ecuadorian Habano, San Andreas in the binder, and that filler is Nicaraguan mixed with some of the burley, the Turkish leaf, uh, and uh, that's that Cypriot Latakia press cake. That the look of the wrapper, it's it's. Would you would you describe it as a milk chocolate? I think that's a, that's a great term for it. This is this is a Hershey bar or or a Snickers bar from beginning to a Snickers bar more from beginning to end, but it feels great. It works great. I'm ready to light this thing now. I've been ready to light this for about 10 minutes, but I'm glad you pointed out the cold draw because that's not something I normally do. I just light it right up and and, and get into it, which is really a a mistake. (laughs) Well, so think of the cold draw as a way of when we do bourbon, you know, you do the nose. Yeah. Right? What are those pre-light flavors? I think for some people, they do it because they find it interesting. You get maybe a different representation of what the cigar is. I very rarely play in the cold draw. I, I don't bother with it. That's that's just a personal preference of mine. But there's no doubt that when taking a look at, at, at this and what the cigar has to offer, it, it's necessary to get those feelings. So that cedar, that 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 berry that that uh, Fingers is talking about right there, that peatiness. Now we've lit, lit this cigar, and Fingers Malloy has taken his first couple of puffs there. Right off the bat, there's a sweetness to me mixed with that cedar, uh, that berry, that and it. I think you kind of hit it like a blackberry uh, right. on, on the cold draw. I'm not getting that right away. That that cedar for me uh, it really hits at the beginning. I think what you find this is the Stillwell Star S T I L L W E L L Stillwell Star, the English number twenty seven. Um, that is from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. The cold draw does not equate to the draw when you light it. It's much more cigar-focused. And then you get those other aromatics playing later in in the cigar, which is really interesting because you can really kind of get into that San Andreas. You get that sweetness as opposed to what you got in the cold draw, that, that, that peatiness, that earthiness. With that berry, this is this is this is different. There's a little more tobacco forward right now. Yeah, this is very interesting. And right off the bat, man, I'll tell you what, such a a nice, easy draw. Uh, wonderful plumes of, of just pleasant smoke coming off of this. It's so far. I mean, we just lit it. Let, let's be fair. But uh, right off the bat, I'm very pleased. You should be very very pleased. Uh, I, I am a fan. Of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. I'm a fan of what it is that they do. I'm a fan of Saka. And one of the reasons I'm a fan of his, S-A-K-A, Steve Saka is his name, is that I think he's a rather great ambassador for the idea of cigars writ large. The idea of what it is we're doing here. He's a good ambassador, I think a great ambassador, I should say, for the artistry, for the for the 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 the, the, the need for time to put into these things. And, and for what quality should actually mean. You're spending your money. It should bring a, a value. Now, the question for us, Fingers Malloy, is this in your humidor at approximately $15.50 a cigar? Well, I mean, we're in the first third, but so far I, I, I think the answer is yes. I think this is a cigar that you're going to have to smoke to completion to answer the question because it has those pipe kind of elements to it. It has these other things to it. You might find that as it goes, it has a unique flavor, but not what you desire flavor on the regular ba- on a regular basis. It's construction. I wholeheartedly agree. He does, he does great work. 
I think the flavor I'm, I'm getting off of this right now, for me, absolutely. And I do have a couple of Stillwell stars in my uh, humidor, but I have I have different um, I have different uh, types. I have uh, the Navy 1056 in my humidor, and I have uh, the Aromatic Number One, which is actually a little more forward on some of those kinds of flavors than this one here. This is the English Number 27, the Stillwell Star from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust 1550. On that MSRP, I am a fan of the brand. So for that reason alone, you should go try this out. You should check this out. Thanksgiving weekend, everybody is full. Everybody is thinking about leftovers. Everybody's like, my gosh, why do we make a turkey year after year? Nobody really likes it unless you smoke it or deep fry it. What? That's crazy talk. What do you mean it's crazy talk? Everyone loves turkey. Not true. Everyone. Total false. Especially two-day-old turkey. Hold on. Dry on a sandwich. Let me say again, total false, as if that's something. I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic Thanksgiving weekend going on. Of course, you know, we record the show before uh, Thanksgiving, so we have to assume that that uh, my 17-pound uh, brisket came off without a hitch, and my, my smoked turkey breast also, mwah, chef's kiss. I, I assume that they did, on top of the fact that you are enjoying that meal after a Lions victory on Thanksgiving Day to make it four in a row. Oh, well, we really are playing in the fantasy. What is it like? Three in a row, the Detroit Lions have won against teams that should have beaten them about the head and neck until they walked with a limp. Listen, I think we all know that the cream rises to the top, that uh, you know the Detroit Lions, fine football tradition they have there in Detroit with the Detroit Lions. Have they ever gone marching, or, or they go forward down the field, right? Yes, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, you stand and cheer the brave, rah rah rah. That's yeah, good. That's, that's a good fight song right there. When I think of the Detroit Lions, I think of spam. <laughs> Best segue ever. They asked me, Tony, are you really a professional? Now you know the answer. Uh, there is Spam Figgy Pudding. I'm now sorry? You, I said there is Spam Figgy Pudding Limited Edition. Thank goodness. People are mad about Spam. They love the fried Spam with a little bit of pineapple. Oh, they can't get enough of it. You ever you ever eat the Spam? This is a twofer for me, Tony. Ooh. I've never had Spam. What? And I've never had Figgy Pudding. I've never had Figgy Pudding, but I have had Spam once before. And what'd you think of it? I don't remember. Did you fry I it? I blacked out. Did you I fried that fingers. Did you bake it? I, I I had to have fried it. I had to have fried the the, the spam, the pork and the, and the sugar. I mean, really, growing up in 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 my house, right in my Jewish household, spam wasn't so much in the cabinet, uh, very often. Well, I mean, it includes uh, two of the major food groups for me: pork and sugar. Right. So. Also, potato starch. <laughs> That's a trifecta of health. Another chef's kiss. But people do love it. They do adore it. They, they, they sing the praises of it. This is the figgy pudding spam, and it includes fig and orange flavors, cinnamon, cloves, nutmeg, ginger, and allspice. Wait, uh, listen. No, <laughs> I think we should just leave the silence, because nothing says good radio like saying nothing. I look at that, and I think, Nutmeg, <laughs> nutmeg, and pork together at last. Well, well, I, I guess I guess those things can go. Pork is uh, first. I, I should note, I, I am Jewish. I, I, I'm not an expert on, on pork, but bacon. Only thing my people ever got wrong. 
Is spam, is spam kosher? No, it's pork. Clearly, it's not kosher. But bacon, clearly, <laughs> clearly God was like, I, I couldn't give you everything. <laughs> All right? What, chosen people wasn't enough? <laughs> I had to give them something. I gave them the belly of the pig. Who knew? <laughs> I mean, I made it, but who knew it'd be so good? I feel bad that you've, you know, for most of your life, you've missed out on spam. You did say you tried it once. So... No, just once. I, I, I admit that I don't remember it. But it, the spam gets this weird rap. People are, it's like Nickelback. Publicly, they'll tell you how much they don't like Nickelback. But secretly, they're, they've got, they're looking at this photograph. I think that's, a, that's true, too, with a lot of guys when it comes to Taylor Swift. They, they oh, Taylor Swift. And uh, next thing you know, you see him in the car, and they're going, shake it off, shake it off. Never miss a beat. She sold two million tickets in like three days. Knock you off your feet. Is that, does that concern you at all? She sold so many tickets, Ticketmaster, which screwed the pooch, was like, yeah, we don't have enough tickets for general uh, admission so, or general sales, so sorry. I'm thrilled about this. I'm really? thrilled because this may be the thing that finally takes down Ticketmaster. This may be, I mean, you've got state governments looking into uh, Ticketmaster and what went wrong. With this, I think, what is it? The Tennessee Attorney General is looking into it. But ex wait, explain it to me. What is the takedown? Because I've, I've heard people talk about Ticketmaster with disdain. I'm not much of a concert guy. Uh, so what is the issue? Well, listen, for years it was, uh, you go back, way back in the day when Pearl Jam was upset about all the service fees that Ticketmaster would add to the, the tickets. Uh, you know, they the, people claim it's a monopoly. Uh you know, it, I, I, it's been so long since I have dealt with Ticketmaster. I don't even know what's going on with Ticketmaster anymore other than I used to always get frustrated with the amount of fees that would get tacked on to a ticket, which, hey, at the end of the day, they're providing you a service. I guess I can get kind of get it, but when they're the only... Only game in town, right? Yeah. We oppose Monopoly here. So here, not the game, the concept. So here's what you need to do, Fingers. Next week... We need an expert on this subject to explain to everybody what the heck is going on and where the lawsuits may be. Okay. But when it comes to spam figgy pudding, I'm your guy. They have a monopoly on flavor? No. No, they, no, they don't. What I was saying before is that people are just crazy about spam. So this is going to sell because people do love it. It is one of those weirdo guilty pleasures. I talk about Hardee's, Carl's Jr., is my guilty pleasure food. It, re it, it really is. Just just absolutely love it. Do you have a guilty pleasure food? Uh, I'm going to have it this weekend, it, and it's so simple. I just don't have it very often, is uh, summer sausage, cheese, and crackers. That's I a could, guilty pleasure? I could, make a me I could make a meal out of it. That's the thing. I, I had someone uh, the other day, they brought in venison summer sausage with jalapeno cream, you know, kind of... Uh, Intertwined in the in the meat, little 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 oh, dabs of it. Good. It was fantastic. That sounds good. But I, to me, that like summer sausage, that's a holiday thing for me. I mean, I just don't think of buying it in August. I had never heard of summer sausage until I until I got here. Mm. Until I got to Indiana, I didn't actually know that summer sausage was a, a, a thing. It just I had never. I had never heard of it. I had never come across it. Yeah. Because it, it, 
it, there's beef summer sausage, and the whole thing gets really weird because you mean salami. And some people are like, no, 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 salami is hard. I'm like, oh, contraire, mon frere. You used to be able to buy Hebrew national salami, and it was a soft salami, and you cut it off literally by the chunk. Ugh. See, that sounds wonderful. But Hardee's, that's your only guilty pleasure food? There isn't anything else? Yeah, there's nothing where I'm like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> giggling to myself. Uh, like I'm Japanese anime. But I mean, yeah, how, there's guilty, nothing. how guilty of a pleasure is it? Do you order the Hardee's and then take it back in the house and then run to a closet and close it and, and, then, and then giggle like you just did? While you eat, eat by it? myself <laughs> in the dark closet. I'm so fat. <laughs> just... As I dip my chicken tender into another sauce, I uh, know it's just like I, I'm willing to in, indulge in it. I'll I'll tell you what you just mentioned there. Hardy's chicken is very underrated. I mean, as far as, far as you know, the, you always hear the Chick Fil A's and the the Popeyes. Hardy's chicken tenders, pretty solid. I can always rely on you to have the fast food what what <laughs> any moment of the day. Don't forget Let's Go Bourbon. It is the Bourbon Reader, the book at Amazon.com. Let's Go Bourbon. Wishing a lot of good wishes or sending a lot of good wishes and a hope for a speedy recovery to Jay Leno. Crazy, crazy fire that took place in his garage. He was working on a car. Serious burns to his neck, to his hands. Just nuts. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy. They call him Johnny Good News. Don't you know <laughs> He was working on a, a car from, like, I think it was from the early 1900s. Yeah, like 1906. And however that car operates, it sprayed some, some gas on him as he was working on it. And simultaneously, there was a spark. And it lit. And he had these, these pretty serious burns. He spent some time in a hyperbaric chamber because that helps the, 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 the burned skin basically die off. And, and fall off and allows for uh, an easier bit of, of, of healing. And there's a photo of him, and you can just see the burns on his neck and on his hands. You're like, oh, he got lucky. Yeah, he got lucky. But also, I was actually pleasantly surprised at how good he looked. I mean, because you, you heard the story and that he was in the hospital for a week. And uh, it, it's, it's really apparently amazing what they can do with burn victims now. Uh, you know, with skin grafts and, like you said, the, the hyperbolic chamber. The hyperbaric uh, chamber. Hyperbaric. So I, I want to make sure I got that correct. The surgeries he had were grafting procedures that would get rid of the, of, of the burned skin. The hyperbaric chamber provides better blood flow and decreases bacteria. So it, it, it accelerates the, the healing process. And it's so funny. When this happened, he put out a tweet, hey, I got some burns. I'll be back to work in a couple of weeks. You, and you know he'll be back to work in a couple of weeks. Because he's, he's a criminal like that. His, the stories of him and refusing to take a day off for tonight's show are legendary. Yeah. I mean, 72 years old. He still does a ton of gigs. I know he, he goes to Vegas. Uh, I don't know if he does this anymore. But, you know, during the Tonight Show run, every Sunday... He would go to this comedy club in in L.A. and and do a set, and uh, he he's just a workaholic. I, he 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 doesn't know what it's like, uh, or he doesn't enjoy taking any time off. No. I, I wouldn't be surprised if in two weeks he is back on stage. One of the one of the bigger stories of, of Jay Leno, a former Tonight Show host, and of course was a road warrior comic. And arenas and, and huge venues, things like that, bigger venues. 
he never, ever, ever spent the money he made from The Tonight Show. Yeah. Every single check from The Tonight Show, he put into savings. He lived off of his stand-up comedy work. That's amazing. It is amazing, especially when you consider that warehouse he has that is just absolutely full of these classic cars, one of which he was working on where, where he got burned. To be able to live off of his stand-up money and then to be able to collect such a huge classic car collection just on stand-up money, it, it's amazing. As Tim Allen said, uh, went to see my pal Leno in the hospital after his burn accident, took some treats in car magazines. He has severe burns and acts like he just stubbed his toe. <laughs> the dude is a superhero. It, it's, it is. It's, it's, there is something to people with, with a work ethic and who believe that nothing is, is given. And they are, they are driven. They are passionate. Look, I like a nice car but I don't really have the desire to work on them. I love being around people who want to talk to me about the thing. Then comes a moment where it's just purely nauseating. You know, I feel this way about the gun guys. They're, I'm, I'm a Second Amendment guy, right? I'm a Second Amendment believer. But the people who are really into guns can go so deep and so far that I'm like, yeah, I can't be a part of this any anymore. I can't follow. It's too much. It's... I think you're all, I think we're now into fetish and the car guys are the same way. And you can pick 20 other things, by the way. I'm yeah. not picking on, on, on these things uh, specifically, but it's true. People, there are some people who just want to go that deep. I guess I do that with, with cigars. I guess I do that in, in, in my political uh, spheres. So I guess we all have our thing, but it's, it's stunning to me. No, it's a, it's a passion for some people. It's almost like a lifestyle. Uh, it's, it's nice. Is, is that right? Yeah. It's, it's almost like a lifestyle. It's almost like a lifestyle. Put uh, that on a t-shirt. <laughs> But there's a real camaraderie among comedians. It's nice to see people like Tim Allen and others, uh, you know, really care for, for Jay and uh, have a lot of concern. It was funny, Tony. You know, Jerry Seinfeld was being interviewed on Extra. And Jerry is apparently close friends with, with Jay as well. And uh, Billy Bush was interviewing him and was asking about Jay's condition. And, and Jerry was saying, well, you know. And I'm paraphrasing. He's like, he's, he's, he's doing better. He's going to be released from the hospital soon. And also, I have a hunch he lives in the Beverly Hills area. So I'm sure he'll be able to find a doctor who will be able to take care of any lingering effects of this, of this, uh, this accident. And, and by the way, he wasn't that much to look at before. That's awesome. And, and, and you know, some people... Have look, people said, oh, how dare you? Yeah. I, I, the Daily Mail, the headline was, adding insult to injury, Jerry Seinfeld, 68, jokes that Jay Leno's facial burns are not a big deal because the star 72 wasn't that much to look at before. So, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, it's clickbait, obviously. Yeah. But people who, uh, you know, maybe are younger who don't understand the comedian's mindset probably think it's cruel but i'm sure jay leno sees that and he, he gets a chuckle out of it nobody nobody has a sense of humor anymore and and people who who desperately search desperately search for reasons to be outraged i don't know how you live your life like that one of the one of the reasons that we find ourselves in the cigar lounge so often is that people here aren't insane yeah they leave that stuff at the door and they come in and they're and they're normal and you want normal What's it like to be that angry? That, how dare you? Let me put this out on Twitter so people know I'm righteous. Well, talk about lifestyles. People who outrage mining, when they outrage mine, that's what I like to call it, when they're on social media all the time looking for the next thing that they want to pretend to be offended about, uh, that's a lifestyle. 
for a lot of people on social media. That's it's, how can, point. How can I be offended today? Oh, I just found this. Are they really offended? Are they really outraged? Are they, uh, there's See, I think that they actually are because they've never once been taught, you know, you don't even have to listen to that. You can stop listening. You know, we used to talk about changing the channel, turning off the TV, things like that. But if I do that, there's this thing happening out there. And if I'm not commenting on it, how do people know I'm good? Yeah. I have to show, I, I have to prove who I am by making comment to what other people are saying as opposed to just not. The very concept of not, the very concept of of staying silent, the very concept of how many times, fingers boy, have you gone to Twitter to respond to something and you're like, nah. I've gotten so far as to uh, respond to something. I, I'll type th- something out and then I do exactly what we just said. Eh. And then, and then, then I, don't, I don't tweet it out. Right? I, I read the thing. I'm like, oh, I've got it. And then you're like, wait, I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a damn about this. Yeah, because you know what will happen. If you do respond, then somehow you're, you're, you're brought into a 90 minutes of responding and, and, and interacting over something that you realize you don't really care about. Right. And, and people who I don't want to interact with to begin with. So it, it, it's taking that pause is one of the more important things that you can do. And it's true, not just in social media. It is true in all of the things and all of the places. You got to you gotta take a pause. You got to take a step. You got to say, you know what? Breathe. I don't need to be a part of it. No one needs to know. No one needs to know. And, uh, you know, all the changes that Elon Musk is talking about making at Twitter, uh, maybe one of them should be uh, you, you, there needs to be a waiting period on a tweet. So a, a forty-five it, second to a minute before you can. Tweet. You haven't you haven't done the the verified yet, have you? No. Oh yes, there is. There is. It's already there. You click uh, tweet, and it goes. Do you want to send this now, or do you want to go back and edit it? <laughs> and it gives. I don't know if it gives you like ten seconds or, or or whatever. Yes, 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 yes. It does. It's not a bad idea. Oh, it's fantastic. And if you're asking, I was already verified on Twitter, mm. but I did spend the eight bucks. You oh, know that nice. whole. Oh, I want. I want to see what happens. I wanted to see the clown show. <laughs> I'm like, if this many people are angry about eight bucks, I want to be a part of it. I want to, I want to see the Stillwell Star, English number twenty-seven cigar. This six by fifty-two Toro from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust into the second third. It's smoking beautifully. Actually, not as much of that pipe tobacco flavor as I thought there'd be. So lovely smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. Is there nothing Jack Daniels can't do? No. That's the correct answer. The only answer. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy. Find it all at eatdrinksmokeshow.com and the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google. What was it? Google Play. And then you got the Good Pods. You got the Audible. It's everywhere, people. We were handed a bottle of Jack Daniels number 27. Not old number seven. This is 20 more than that. Oh, this is not even old. It's Jack Daniels number 27 gold. In the maple wood finish, fingers. Well, I had to look this up. The owner of Blend Bar Cigar, where we record the show, blendbarcigar.com, literally didn't even say a word to us. Brought the bottle to the table, 
put the two glasses down that were already poured, and walked away. This is a sweet gig. Unbelievable. <laughs> Try and do this at home, kids. Just make sure that you're over 21 and you drink responsibly. This right here is 40 proof. So it's 80% alcohol by volume. What's interesting about this is that it is finished in the maple wood. So what happens in the process, you know that Jack Daniels is not a bourbon. They refer to it as a Tennessee whiskey. They actually fought not to be called a bourbon. One of the things that gets discussed is that the entire Jack Daniels process uh, has a, a charcoal filtering, uh, this this uh, sugar maple charcoal, charcoal filtering that they do. So after the, the juice comes out of the barrel, it goes through this process. And then what they've done is taken that you know, uh, you know, they age it in the American oak. Then they take it and they move it into a maple barrel. Then put it through the Lincoln County process again. That going through the charcoal is referred to as the Lincoln County process. That's how they come up with this bourbon. And looking at this Fingers Malloy, it is a very, very honey, almost a pale gold. Yeah. In in look, and you're like, that does not look like it's got a lot behind it, right there. Just in terms of of the view. Right, and it doesn't really, there isn't a lot that sticks to the glass when you swirl it around. Maybe a little bit. The viscosity is what we're talking about right there. But this is, this is an interesting look. But that nose is right there in your face. Woo, you're not kidding. That nose for an 80 proof is right there in your face. And one of the flavors, it's Jack Daniels to a T, is banana. Yeah, banana. Jack, you always get banana off the Jack Daniels. Yeah, banana. Um, I'm getting some caramel. And it's Sweet. spicy. You get that. You get a spice. Well, maybe in the in the after. Yeah. But uh, there's so much sweetness going on yeah. right there. I think caramel is is dead on. Uh, that banana is right there. Um. A little touch of spice. I'm going to go with a little, a shtickle of spice. A shtickle? I'm going to go with a shtickle of spice. What does a uh, shtickle mean? Like a shtickle of fluoride. <laughs> it's just, uh, you brought up Seinfeld earlier, and now I'm on a, <laughs> now I'm on a, on a roll. Just a little bit, just a, just a, just a, just a splash, just a dollop, just a scotch. God bless Tim Watley. That is a, that is a big full nose, man. Yeah. But big full on the sweet, that spice is very, very faint compared to the other now, flavors. Are you a fan of Tennessee whiskey? How am I not? I'm very confused by the question. Well, I mean, because, you know, it is a little sweeter uh, than what I would think normally you would gravitate to as far as your palate well, goes. Am I a fan of Jack Daniels compared to more traditional bourbons that have the big oak kind of flavors? Exactly. To them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, we have done some of the uh, single barrel, barrel proof kind of stuff that is just tremendous but we're talking about stuff that came in at 130 proof right just big big monstrous stuff but lovely oh so solid so good and that's why i'm willing to give this a try when i say jack daniels has never done me wrong i think that that they get this weird short shrift right they're they're the standard they're the classic whenever you think whiskey jack daniels is on everybody's list it's always in the top three but I think people look at it and go, oh, I don't want that. Still holds up on every single level it holds up. Yeah, and you can get a lot of great deals right now on anything in the Jack Daniels line. During the holiday season, I mean, you, you go to any one of these uh, uh, grocery stores that, that sell liquor, you'll see like the Gentleman Jack 
gift box set with a couple rocks glasses, you know, the old number seven. Uh, this is the best time of year to buy alcohol, to be honest. And this, the Jack Daniels number 27 gold maple wood finish, 40% alcohol by volume or 80 proof. Fingers Malloy, are you ready for this? Tony, I've been ready for this all week. We start it neat and we do what's known as the Kentucky Chew. Move it around the palate, get a feel, get a sense of it. Sometimes you want to take a second sip because the first sip sets the taste buds. And then you can kind of get the flavors from the second sip. Fingers Malloy has finished the Kentucky Chew. Down it goes. Fingers, 80 proof. Where are you? Well, that maple is there. It, it definitely is. Uh, I'm not getting much of the banana that we got on the nose. Uh, there's a spice there. Um, and, and oak. It's, it's not, it, it is sweet. It's not as sweet as I thought it was going to be. Uh, but it is sweet and very enjoyable. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm going in, Fingers. All right, he's going the, in, ladies and gentlemen. The Jack Daniels. Number 27, gold, the Maplewood finish. Here we are, to your health. To my health. He's going in, ladies and gentlemen. He's doing the Louisville lip. And there is a little bit of a burn on, on the tongue and into the chest that doesn't doesn't last long, but it's there. What 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 are you getting, Tony? All right. All right. There's a sting on the lips. That much is for, for sure. Easy going down. There's a burn, lower chest. That's happening. That is a single note of sweet. That's a single note that I think you're right about the maple. That's absolutely positively there. Um, it's not. It's not that it's bad. It's not that it's bad, and I can see this working for people. It's that it's not going in enough directions for me. There's a dryness on the finish that's happening that I actually don't mind. It's 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 rather I, I think woody. Um, what's going on? Not even, not even a cedar, but not oak. It's, it's just woody. It's the best way I could possibly describe it. It's a dryness that's happening. Uh, it, it doesn't have a big mouth feel. That thinness we saw, the viscosity, um, I think comes uh, through. I desperately want to move this to a cube to see kind of how I'm going to try it with cool water first and then just a couple drops of water and then to the cube to see how it opens up. But it doesn't open up. As, as much as I would like, it doesn't hit enough notes uh, that, that I, I, I would like. Uh, so it's, it's there. It's, it's actually fine. It's a fine flavor. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's just not enough of the flavors, which is really strange because is this in your liquor cabinet, Fingers Malloy, at 100 to $110 a bottle? Oh, listen, uh, I was a fan of this. If you would have told me it was uh, $35 a bottle, boy, over a hundred, I, I, I try it at your local lounge. I, I don't see it at a hundred dollars a bottle. I, I don't either. I don't either because I think they've got some things that work much better in the price point. What's interesting is that we we've tried some things that are very single note, and and been disappointed. I think it's a lovely note. Yeah. That's that's the point that I'm making here. I want a little bit more in my bourbon, but if you like this note, this note's solid. Yeah. It's a solid, good drink, and I think it could work for the table. I think this goes back to the conversation about value, right? right. I mean, we're starting to get into $100, $120 a bottle. There are so many other things you can get that would probably be better than this. Would be better than this. That would work for your palate more than this. Yeah. Let's not insult the people of Jack Daniels who might one day be a sponsor of this show, Fingers. I said I was a fan. That's true. He did. He did, Jack. 
during the holidays, you're going to be hanging out with people, talking with people, and uh, you might find that some of those people were sick, and they've made you sick. Uh, maybe it'll be COVID, because that's still a thing, although you shouldn't panic. Just talk to your doctor and, you know, go forward from there. Might be the flu. Might just be an old-fashioned cold. Remember Fingers Malloy when people used to get colds? That's retro. It's a, it was a simpler time. Is what it was. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz, and that is Fingers Malloy. Find everything. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Subscribe. Be a part of Eat, Drink, Smoke Nation. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. This, because what is our show without a list? This is a list of the five foods to always keep on hand in case you get sick from the good people at EatThisNotThat or EatThis.com. We, we should just buy their website already. <laughs> All they do is make these fakakta lists, but they've got a they've got a list of five foods that you should keep on hand. You should always have in case you get sick. And first on the list is colorful fruit and vegetables. Because when I'm sick, the first thing I want is fruit. Absolutely. I for me, we have so much fruit at the house right now uh, with the the fruit salad and, and with the marshmallows. Lots of colorful fruit in there. Is that right? Yeah, it makes me feel better every time I eat it. Is it actually a box of Lucky Charms and the colorful <laughs> fruit are, are the marshmallows? <laughs> Is that not? No, it's it's real fruit uh, from a can mixed with marshmallows, and it's delightful. Do, do, uh, you need your flavonoids. It's probably one of your antioxidants. Uh, by the way, I have a, a podcast named uh, You Need Your Flavonoids. Look for it. I had a podcast provider near you. You have to help fight the free radicals that could potentially potentially cause damage to your cells and compromise your immune system. Damn you free radicals. <laughs> At least they're trying to compromise. No, that's, that's, not, a, that's not what it means? Uh, oh, okay. um, Vitamin C. You need oranges. Now, I will tell you that what is uh, I we don't have coldies in the house which I think is zinc a lot of people are like you start feeling cold you take the coldies you take the zinc right away it'll absolutely lessen the amount of time that you're sick my family believes this to be true because they do that and they're convinced that they spend less time ill or it's easier to deal with is that similar to what is that they called airborne I could be could be I, I'm not a doctor I only play one and only when I have the video camera rolling. But it's one of those things where if you start feeling that you have the symptoms of a cold, you, you pop this right. in your mouth and then the cold goes but away. But I will admit that I don't eat oranges, although I love a good orange. Uh, the, the brand Emergency, Emergen-C, that's always in the house. They have a, an orange, they have a tangerine, and they have a raspberry. Mm -hmm. And so it's a little bit fizzy, too. I can't do it with, like, like with the full like eight ounces of water. It dilutes it too much. It's not good. I do it with like four or five ounces, so it's a lot more concentrated. Yeah. And I think that stuff does work. For me, concentrated uh, vitamin C comes in only one form. It's high C. I swear to you, I thought you were going to say Tang. <laughs> I so, It was 50-50, and I chose the wrong 50. Because it's high C. It's not low C. On the list of things to have when you're sick, lean beef. Because of the zinc. Because zinc is a mineral that helps maintain a strong immune system, and beef is considered an excellent source of zinc, providing almost half of what you need in a day. Maybe that's why I don't get sick. Maybe that's why I don't get sick. I, I get allergies, but I rarely, rarely do I get sick. So clearly what this says is you need the flat of a brisket. Yes. That's what you need. I also need the point of a brisket. I need a brisket. Yes. That's what's happening. 
Greek yogurt is on this list, so I'm going to skip right over that. <laughs> Good Lord. The, the last two things on this list are absolutely things I, I hope that I never have. No, green tea is the fifth thing on this list, and I get, I get that people like it. The problem with tea in general is that tea is disgusting, mm-hmm. and, and people are only fooling themselves. It, when, uh, when, I, when people get it, all right, this is, this is where everybody in the South yells at me. Uh-oh. Oh, and I no. want you to know I'm not telling you that you can't live the way you like. But it is very clear. Before you say this, where can everyone in the South get in touch with you, Tony? Iced tea at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. It is clear that things you do as a youth, as one of the youths, mm-hmm. as one of the kinder, mm-hmm. as one of the, 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 the children's, mm-hmm. that somehow sticks with you all the days of your life. And I believe that, that far too many youngsters in the South have been, and I'm going to use a term here, hornswoggled, <laughs> bamboozled, I dare I say, flimflammed. I don't like where this is going. Into thinking that iced tea is good. Uh oh. I said it. I, I said it. Sweet tea? I, it, if you need that, you know what sweet tea is? Kool Aid for the South. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. What? All of my friends in the South. I, 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 I am not a part of this conversation. What? Look, you, you enjoy your sweet tea. I'm with you. It's not like I said anything negative against grits. Grits are perfect. Grits are God's way of saying, I love you, Boo Bear. That's, that's a grit. Let's go back to the sweet tea for a second. Are you anti-grit? Let's go back to the sweet tea oh, for a second. Oh, no. Fingers. How can you be opposed to grits? I, listen, I know, I know that there are a lot of people out there that enjoy eating wallpaper paste. What I'm just I'm just not one. Of, you almost swore. You almost dropped an F-bomb. I saw it in your eyes. It's, <laughs> wallpaper paste? What the? Listen, I've had some Fingers of the finest. Fingers at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. <laughs> I've had some of the finest grits out of a can. And let me tell you, it, it hasn't been an enjoyable. Grits don't come out of a can? They don't? What? what? Oh my, you've never had grits. I have. How do you not like shrimp and grits? I've never had shrimp and grits. I'm I've, t- had, I've, had, I, I, I've had grits t- for t- breakfast. Oh my, that's, no, no. Okay. Ah, he, he, they were made he, by a I'm doing my Lamaze breathing. He, he, he. <laughs> they, were, they were made by a Quaker. I'm going to fight you. <laughs> not too far from where we are doing this show at Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis, Indiana. Mm-hmm. There is a restaurant called Juniper on Main. Okay. Right there in a town called Carmel. I will start there to give you an intro to Shrimp and Grits. And then I will immediately travel you through the South, filling you with Shrimp and Grits so you understand the delectable nature of the meal in question. Do you chase it with sweet tea? I'm going to punch you. I don't. <laughs> the bamboozled and the hornswoggled and the flimflam do. Have we properly alienated most of our southern audience? Uh, no, no, we can. I mean, we, we totally can. What's the deal with mayonnaise? <laughs> Wait, is mayonnaise a southern thing? Uh, look, it, it, it's, I'm, I'm correct about iced tea. You are an abomination before the Lord. Because of your conversation about grits, but we both agree about uh, on green tea, right? It's not. A, I'm not a fan of no, green, green tea. No, green tea's disgusting. It's not right. Tea is disgusting. 
my god! Making the complex simple right here at Eat Drink Smoke. Um, no, I'm, I've I've never been a tea guy. Can't get behind it. Can't get down with it. Can't get into it. Uh, and and when I'm sick, if I'm going to be doing something clear, give me chicken soup. Mm. Chicken soup is not on this list. And you can make your own and then freeze it and then have it when you're not feeling well. Probably because of the sodium. What? People are anti-sodium. I read it in the papers. I, I don't like you. Thanksgiving weekend, and we hope it has been absolutely fantastic. Eat, drink, smoke. Tony Katz, Fingers Malloy. And fingers, I know for you, a lot of your your Thanksgiving plans uh, got uh, changed and kind of confused, and you went, you know, rather untraditional with uh, the the Thanksgiving. But anytime you're putting a steak on the grill, uh, God loves you. Yeah, I mean, sixty degrees Thanksgiving Day, right? I mean, how can that's grilling weather? Uh, and I know you, you, you for Thanksgiving. You, well, you got the the turkey breast and the brisket. So the brisket, it's a 17-pound brisket, 16.94. Oh, marvelous. I know. And uh, so I figure, you know, the, the, the trimming bring, brings it down to a little over 15 pounds. I, I know my, my smoker. I know my Traeger. And it will be an hour a pound. So it'll go on. Uh, it, you know, it went on, I should say, well, now I'm past, 9 p.m. Wednesday. And it'll be done by noon Thursday. And then it'll go for the rest for three hours. It's going to do the rest. I'm doing the 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 eat, drink, smoke, simple rub. It's uh, equal parts kosher salt and black pepper. Doing three quarters of a cup of each on this one to make sure I, I'm well coated. And then uh, after about uh, a half an hour, that's when the turkey breast will go on, which is going to be brined mm. and, uh, and then smoked uh, right there. And that will be about, it's a turkey breast. It's about seven pounds. And it's going to be about two and a half hours, we think. We think. It might go a little bit longer, which is fine. I'll just let the brisket rest a little bit longer. And then uh, no forks. We're just diving in with our mouths. Oh, that's that sounds wonderful. But do you ever inject your brisket? I do not. I know some people do. Are you talking about my turkey or my brisket? Your brisket. I do not. I don't. I'm I'm not there. I And, and when you say inject, what do you mean? Well, you take an injector and you go through the brisket and you inject it with, uh, you know, a solution. I, I've seen I, I, I injected my last brisket with beef broth, a little bit of bourbon and brown sugar. Just a t- just a, t- a smidge of bourbon because it's know, alcohol. You know, I flat out consider that heresy, right? I, I understand that. But I do see plenty of people. Uh, Dude, world oh, don't listen champion, to me. Champion uh, barbecue pit masters inject their brisket. I know they do and and I have no business arguing with them. I'm just not that guy. That's all there is to it. I mean, that's that's just the fundamental difference. That's not me. Which I, is fine. There'll be no injecting. Uh, God gave me the ability to make a rub and I am going to rub that meat. Good for you. I'm going to rub it all over. Good for you. I. The one thing that the I'm... Flat to the point. I'm missing... I Underside too. Underside too. I'm gonna flip it right over. Smack it keep, up, flip it, rub it down. Uh, oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> That's right. Children of the '80s. What? You want to fight about it? Oh, good lord! Uh, but what? What? Uh, we're very fortunate that you know Thanksgiving. Wait, was Motown Philly '80s or '90s? '80s. Boys to Men, ABC, BBD. Mm-hmm. That was the, the East 80s? Coast Family. Oh, look at you! Yeah. Look at you! You know things. Oh. 
back in the day, big uh, hip hop R and B guy. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, absolutely. More hip hop. More more rap. You? Yes. Oh, Public Enemy, Boogie Down Productions, Cool Mo D, LL Cool J. That was what the kids would say. That was my jam. That's what that's what they'd say. Yeah, the, they would say. They don't say that anymore. <laughs> no one talks like that anymore and in any way. Yeah, so that's that that I've got the brisket, I've got the um I've got the turkey. Uh, as is tradition in my family, there's an eggplant parmesan uh, on the table. Wow. I, I've never had eggplant parm. Never. Um hold hold but should, should I have it with grits? I, I'm <laughs> You've never had grits. I've had grits. No, you haven't. Yes, a Quaker made them for me. And and you've never had eggplant parmesan. Never had eggplant parmesan. I don't know what to do. I don't. I'd rather have chicken parm. It's meat. Eggplant, that sounds too healthy. I <laughs> Have we met? Uh, 75% of the food I consume is purchased at a gas station. You're surprised. <laughs> You're shocked. I mean, if Speedway offered an eggplant parm, maybe I'd try it. This leads us <laughs> to Fingers Malloy's, um, his uh, his New Year's resolution come a month early. Fingers is joining a gym. Yeah. It is more unbelievable to think you're going to join a gym than to think you're ever going to order shrimp and grits. <laughs> I've, I've learned something about myself. What did you learn? It's this. Uh, you know, 10 years ago, I used to go to the gym. And, uh, I knew you 10 and, years ago. And it, I no, was, you didn't. Yeah, I was 45 pounds uh, lighter than I am now. I've, I've gained weight, and my schedule is crazy to where I'm tired all the time, and I figured... I figured I need to start exercising. And you are much more, listen, you, I, I freely admit you're much more disciplined than I am when it comes to food. Agreed. And, and you also, uh, you exercise at home. Yes. I, I've tried. I've got all the gadgets. I've got all the tapes. I've got a gorilla bow. I've got kettlebells. I've got uh, DDP yoga. Everything. What like, wait, what's a gorilla what? A gorilla bow. What the hell's a gorilla bow? <laughs> You don't know what a gorilla bow is? I swear is? to God, if there's not a video of you like Suzanne Summers <laughs> with a thigh master utilizing the gorilla bow. A gorilla bow, it? it looks like uh, a bow, like a bow and arrow. It's, it, I believe it's made of uh, some sort of aluminum or whatever. And then it, 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 it attaches. It's made of some kind of metal. Uh, space age polymers. And, uh, <laughs> and you attach a bunch of uh, <laughs> resistance bands to them. And you can do a bunch of exercises uh, with it. it, it's very good for resistance training. And I just come to the realization I need to go somewhere to work out. If I if I have my workout clothes in my car, I will go to the gym. Is that right? Yeah. If I think to myself, I'm going to go home and work out, th- it's not happening. So so first, I will buy the kettlebells off you. Secondly, <laughs> um, there that you ha- do have to know yourself. I know people who very much have missed going into the office. They need the structure. Yeah. I cannot tell you what a delight it is to work from home. I adore it in a way I never never dreamed how much. I think I'm better at what I do by leaps and bounds um, because of it. But okay, if you feel that this is what's going to work, 
I, I can't wait to see the transformation. It's going to happen. It has to happen because I'm tired all the time. And it's, it's Yeah, it's because of my schedule. My schedule is all screwed up. I'm sleeping when I should be awake. I'm awake when I should be sleeping just, you know, because I'm, I'm a hardworking man, Tony. You are. I've got 72 gigs, and uh, that's that's what I do. So, But when I come home, uh, there's a sofa. And th- that's it. <laughs> there's no sofa at the gym. So now my question is I, I have to find a gym, and I, Tony, I cannot get over how expensive some of these gym memberships are. And, you know, they're the real big fancy gyms. And then there are the gyms that are, like, purple, that are, like, $10 like a, a month. Uh, Planet Fitness kind of places. Yeah, and there's yeah. LA Fitness yeah. and there's something else fitness. What and about a Gold's Gym? There are no Gold's Gyms in Indiana. Is that right? Yeah, I looked that yeah. up. Well, you know. But uh, my I see God, a business opportunity. Someplace like, $100 a month? $150 no, a month not. for family? No, it's family? not. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. For, for if you're if you're going like if you want the whole family to be able to take advantage of the gym membership, one hundred fifty dollars a month. I don't know how people do it. One hundred fifty dollars a month. Yeah, that's a car payment. So I'll give you what, like ten bucks for the kettlebells. <laughs> I I feel like you don't think this is going to happen for me. No, no, no. I am totally behind you. I am totally. Totally there. You should see the grin on his face right now, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just saying, I've known you a long time. I've been doing this show with you for four years. It's hurtful. I've heard these things. You've never heard me say, Tony, I'm going to join a gym today. Buy gum. <laughs> it's never happened. The Lord is my witness. I thought turkeys <laughs> could fly. The Jack Daniels number 27 gold Maplewood finish. Uh, try it for yourself. In your local lounge, and this Stillwell Star English Number Twenty Seven from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. It's a winner of a cigar right here at fifteen fifty, a stick. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Fingers also hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, enjoy it, relax, and we'll catch you next time. This is Eat Drink Smoke. Follow Eat Drink Smoke on social media on Twitter at Go Eat Drink Smoke on Facebook, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke, and Instagram at eat, drink, smoke podcast.